0: Good morning, everybody. And thank you very much for joining our webinar this morning. We're going to discuss the future of marketing, and also how to elect relationships to drive a competitive advantage. I'm James McLaughlin, and I'm sat here with Jana from Yeastarter. Yana is going to kick us off today with the future of marketing. Good morning, everyone thank you so much for joining uh, it's a pleasure to have you here and um, uh, it's it's great to that you found an hour this morning to to be with us today so i'll talk to you about the future of marketing and the emergent technology that is shaping our future today there are three things to watch and let's kick it off i'm going to start with artificial intelligence again as i was saying this is not a new technology, and um, we have been seeing it blossoming in the past 15 years. And the company like, companies like Google, Amazon, Facebook, and many others managed to successfully implement multiple AI applications and commercialize its usage. We're now standing on these giant shoulders and are able to utilize AI pretty much in any industry ourselves, with or without knowing it. Most AI examples that you're here about today, from chess playing computers to self-driving cars, rely heavily on deep learning and natural language processing, or NLP. There are multiple definitions of AI out there, and I've just given you a couple of them here by ScienceDaily and at sav.com. And basically, AI is the study and design of intelligent agents. And intelligent agent is any system that perceives its environment and takes actions, uh, which maximize chances of success. It could be applied to robots. It could be applied to cars. It could be applied to planes. uh, You name it. Today, we are going to talk about some AI applications that are changing the world of marketing right now. In 2018, a survey by Salesforce indicated that 51% of marketers are already using AI. so that's more than a half, and 27% more are even planning to incorporate this technology in 2019, which is this year. So here you go. By the end of this year, the absolute majority of marketing professionals will be using AI. I will focus on artificial intelligence applications in marketing most relevant for b2b companies as i believe this is the core audience of this school although most of them can be used for b2c too and that's the beauty of it they are universal so just to kick things off digital advertising facebook and google use ai to identify and target people who are more pro. Action based on ad and run automatic auctions to minimize the cost of conversion for advertisers. Well, tools like ADEXT help you to optimize the spend and efficiency of your campaigns by simply testing multiple audiences until the best one is identified and marketed to. Content creation is another example and Tools like Wordsmith or Persada are the prime examples. Wordsmith is used to create news and Persada is a tool for marketers and I'll talk to you more about it. Most of us also know how content curation works thanks to Amazon and Netflix. I'm sure you've seen the suggested films or uh, people buy this when they buy that kind of thing on Amazon. This is an example of AI in action. Yes, AI technology allows to create articles that mainstream media like Associated Press and BBC are happy to publish. It's mainly the news articles from financial reports at this stage, but who knows, maybe political analysis will be done by AI in just a couple of years. Pristata on the other hand, um, is capable of creating diverse marketing copy for almost any digital channel. Email, Facebook advertising, landing pages—you name it. They also claim that its content exceeds what a human could do hundred percent of the time. How crazy is that? Now, chatbots, chatbots can increase customer loyalty, productivity, and assist internal teams. And I'm sure most of you have come across chatbots on Facebook, on many, many customer um customer pages of um, companies that you're using as a consumer but they also have applications beyond customer care for the purpose of this webinar we focus on enterprise chatbots just to give you a few examples mecon for example integrates with slack and can schedule team meetings check provides organize agendas and calendars in different time zones that's pretty helpful, especially when you're collaborating across continents with multiple teams. Hoodie is empowering financial teams, streamlining payment processes. It can pay you bills, set reminders, make fund transfers, and basically the right chatbots for any function in a company out there, HR, IT, and of course, customer care. And the last example for, for today is customer micro segmentation and behavior prediction. It is based on deep learning. Basically deep learning is analysis of big, big sets of data. It allows companies to communicate personally with every customer, optimizing experience and increasing loyalty and lifetime value. Coupled with other AI technologies we discussed, as well as with neuroscience that we will talk about later. This basically allows companies to deliver the right message to the right people at the right time, like never before. Some takeaways for AI in marketing. In my view, very shortly, most of the marketing tasks will be automated through various AI applications. The exceptions will probably be around the area of relationship building and creativity. This is where people are unlikely to be completely replaced, but AI will still enable them to do a better job. A good example is IntraHive's enterprise relationship management system that leverages AI to improve team productivity and help you build deeper, more meaningful relationship with customers. James will talk to you about it in more detail later. Neuroscience and neuromarketing. You have already seen the slide before, apologies for that. Um, but now I'm able to talk you through it. Neuroscience is another term that uh, we keep hearing. And similar to artificial intelligence, neither the term nor the science behind it is particularly new. The modern brain studies date back to the 19th century, and many consider the Spaniard Santiago Ramón y Cajal, who won a Nobel Prize in 1906, to be a father of neuroscience. The term neuromarketing was introduced in 2002 by Dutch marketing professor, Ale Smith, But research in the field can be found a bit early in the 1990s. Today we are not going to talk much about the medical type of the brain study. Our focus is on neuroscience application in marketing, also known as neuromarketing. It started because traditional marketing doesn't really give you an answer to a question what consumer wants. In traditional marketing, you find it through trial and error. Why? Because consumers don't know what they want. New marketing is the science of human decision that uses neurometrics, biometrics, and psychometrics to understand our behavior neurometrics is brain electrical activity so it measures the electrical activity in your brain biometrics is about body's response so it could be sweat elevating pulse tears all things body and psychometrics is about measuring the mental capacity so what neuromarketing does it measures how people react to stimuli. It measures our subconscious. Nowadays, thanks to advanced technologies like voice analysis, eye tracking, EEG, fMRI scanning, and many more, measuring brain activity and understanding brain and body reactions is possible with great accuracy. The way it works, usually groups of people participate in sessions where technology of choice. Is employed to measure their reactions to stimuli for example um the eye tracking usually takes place uh, with a device attached to to your head that measures how your eyeballs move while you're looking at the screen for example at the website or an app eg electroencephalogram is using electrodes connected to your head, not the brain, just your head. And you're usually wearing a a cap with all the electrodes uh, that capture the activity, electrical activity going on inside of your head. And they they transport this data into the computer that records it, creates a report. And this report is being analyzed by scientists, by neuromarketing scientists that later produce recommendations. We can measure people's reactions to a wide variety of marketing and digital forms these days to get the unbiased and non-rationalized reactions. Some marketers and neuroscientists even go as far as claiming that there is a buy button in our brain that can be activated on demand. That's scary, right? There are less than a hundred companies in the world providing neuromarketing services. I know, for example, one of them, which is called Alpha One, and it has a direct relationship with Alice Smith, the father of neuromarketing. But I expect many more to grow as um, many more companies to appear and grow as the technology becomes more mainstream and more and more advertisers recognize and use it. What neuromarketing has discovered is that decisions about what we need or want are made in the subconscious area of our brain in just milliseconds. And later, our conscious mind post-rationalizes them. This concept is covered really well in a book by Daniel Kahneman, a 2002 Nobel Prize winner. It is called Thinking Fast and Slow, and I highly recommend this book for reading. He calls it system one and system two brain so system one is your old reptilian brain it's instinctual and very fast middle brain is your emotional self and the new brain or neocortex is the rational and slow brain that you use to for example solve mathematical equations or analyze um, data Neuroscientists have discovered that our instinctual self or system one brain has a great impact, far greater impact in fact, on our decisions than our rational or even emotional self. And they're exploring this area. Whereas traditionally market research has been focused on system two brain, our rational self. Now, in our theory let's see what marketers can do to leverage system one brain and why we are potentially witnessing the biggest revolution in marketing since launch of social media there are six main stimuli of system one brain and if you use them well your message will resonate with that brain create a desire a need and make people more receptive to your message so the first stimuli is me centers. It's about using you in slogans or pictures from a viewer's viewpoint. And the first picture is a good example of a, an advertisement, social um, responsibility advertisement created by BMW about safe driving. So don't text and drive pretty simple. You're looking at a screen and you can basically imagine yourself being a driver looking on the screen and not noticing that child in front of the car. That's pretty, pretty scary. Um, and that's why it resonates with us. Number two is about contrast, like before and after it. Um, of course, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise would be would be chuffed to see himself in a some sort of a, a braces ad. Obviously, this is not an ad, but it gives you an idea that what was before, what is after, if you were to apply it to advertisement, you would obviously be prone to go for the after look rather than before look. The third stimuli is tangible concepts, it's illustrating the value proposition. And here we have a very tangible Boris Johnson uh, driving a very tangible car and showing that he is in control that's obviously a um brexit leave campaign ad and as we all know it worked whether we like it or not and this is one of the reasons probably that they won they were appealing to our system one reptilian brain much better than the remain campaigners the um, number four stimuli is about um is more applicable to video and radio ads. It's about the importance of the beginning and the end. And how the way the way, uh, the way uh, Steven Spielberg, the, the, the famous director, put it is making good films is simple. You need to have a strong opening and a strong ending and basically just don't screw up in the middle. So this applies to ads as well. And movies um, obviously. Number five is about being visual, like all these kinds are visual, and, and that's easy to, to convey these messages to you. Just remember that eye nerves plug straight into the reptilian brain, not our new brain, not our emotional brain. Number six, emotion is still valid, and that's why pictures or clips that trigger emotional response, be it laughter or tears, are strong take for example the john lewis christmas commercials um they always always provoke us to have deep emotions and that's why they are the best christmas ads moving on from here i'll give you a couple of examples for neuromarketing everyday applications tall glass versus white glass so tall glass creates an illusion that you're drinking more so if you want your kids to drink less sugary water just give them full glasses number two is more commercial application so forget about using pounds or dollar signs as well as commas and dots dividing multiple zeros in your proposals they all create a perception of a higher price just write 100k for british pounds or dollars rather than pound sign one hundred coma triple zeros just write next time and uh, let me know how it works here so next time you're thinking how to influence people around you be it your target audience your business your family just remember to deliver to the reptilian system one brain. And secondly, read Daniel Kahneman's book Thinking, Fast and Slow. This is it in terms of the neuromarketing course of our session, and we carry on with blockchain. Blockchain is exciting and also very mysterious for for most people out there. It is also the newest of all technologies we are discussing today and it was described first in 2008 in a white paper by satoshi nakamoto there is a strong reason to believe that satoshi is not a real person but rather a group of people and that's why this this technology has this mysterious flair to it you can have a look at this timeline and obviously see that the technology was born in 2008. And by 2018, it was already quite mature. So the development went really, really fast. But where does it leave us in terms of marketing? And what is blockchain? According to Marketing Week, blockchain is a digital ledger that enables organizations to record data in a highly secure and fully verifiable and decentralized way. This is why blockchain is increasingly recognized as a secure and highly transparent platform. Currently, most of us know the technology because of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, but blockchain is a completely independent technology and that's important to remember. It has several potential applications in marketing. And I say potential because none of them have been explored fully yet. So that's your chance. Here you go. First of all, it's secure personal data storage. What does that mean for us marketers? It means that we can have data anonymized and fully GDPR compliant, which is huge in this day and age. There was no serious data breach in blockchain so far. Permissions can be managed within blockchain. It means that marketers can potentially further personalize ads, products, pricing, offerings, experience, while complying with the law. So, if if you think about it in in the in the context of the recent limitations, the scrutiny on Facebook, and the scrutiny around the personal data sharing this is potentially the way forward second verification it can be applied to advertisement to transform the ad delivery and reporting eradicate the middleman between brands and publishers and most importantly perhaps make programmatic ad delivery more trustworthy. There are a lot of issues around tra- programmatic being not transparent enough, not trustworthy, because there is no uh, guaranteed validity of clicks. And apart from that, verification can be used to combat, combat fake news, for example, on social platforms, or on news platforms, etc. Blockchain can also make advertising more transparent, marketers more accountable, and as every step of customer journey will be more transparent, analyzed and validated, it it can make a huge, huge difference altogether. Another example of transparency application could be in the area of um, social media influencers. And that would make influences more real and accountable. And perhaps bots will be eradicated, hopefully. So imagine Instagram without bots. Blockchain takeaways. The marketer's focus right now should be on delivering the value to the end customer, rather than trying to educate them about the blockchain the understanding of the technology will come, but at the beginning, it's, um, it's probably not worth our Now is the time to get to know the technology and start experimenting with it. Experts believe that this year, 2019 is the year of small enterprises, creating user cases in various industries. So marketing shouldn't be lagging behind and I'm sure we will witness the, the first examples very, very shortly. Trust and transparency are the main use piece of blockchain, and they are particularly valuable to marketers these days. So to, to wrap it up, what shall we do with these three exciting technologies? Use AI, experiment with new marketing and watch blockchain closely. As Bill Gates was saying, we overestimate the impact of new technology in the next 2 years but underestimate its impact over the next 10. So let's be somewhere in the middle. Strongest solutions in my view are most likely to come to come out of a convergence of these technologies. And I believe that the applications will be relevant to B2C as much as to B2B marketing, as in the end of the day, there are people behind any company, at least for now, before the robots took over. And just a couple of words about us. Starter is a marketing and digital services provider. Having so many marketing technologies out there can be confusing, and we know that. I also get it that that as a business owner or senior manager, you get approached by the sales team a lot. But do you know if you need any of these tools? And if you do, how do you choose the right one for your needs when there are so many? We help you understand your real needs, choose and implement the best suited solution for your business. We are value-led and platform agnostic marketing specialists. EA Start as a company always acts as an extension of your in-house team and always with your best interest in mind. Here's what we do for the professional services industry. We cover all the bases from audits of your digital assets, channels and systems, all the way to the digital strategy and innovation management. Our marketing offering includes digital advertising, content marketing, brand awareness and engagement. Remember the future starts today, not tomorrow. With this, I conclude. Thank you very much for watching.